This is indeed the Nobody Talks Shaduchim podcast. Welcome back to episode 34. Today we're going to be discussing a number of topics. We're going to be talking about let's be friends. Can guys and girls be friends with each other? No, they can't. Oh, well, we'll get to that. Make amends. Yes, they can. <laughs> I would hope so. Friends of the family. What no, happens we can't. If- <laughs> yes, I can. No, we can't. You're just no, rambling, IJ. Um, you know, friends of the family, can you go out with them? What happens if they're suggested or if you're interested in one of them? And finally, how do you handle rejection from somebody that you're friends with and want to go out with? After that, we're going to have a special interview with Hillel and Rachel DeVore. And finally, we're going to have the lightning round and closing statements. This is the Nobody Talks to Dochen podcast. Yes, and entitled, Why Can't We Be Friends? Adam Sandler. This is the 90s. Hope you enjoy the episode, everyone. Hey guys, it's IJ from the Nobody Talks Shaduchim podcast. I want to take a moment to tell you about this awesome new dating site that I even signed Avery up for. Uh, finding a Shaduchim match is very tough. Where do you go? Where do you find them? Fortunately, there's an all-new website for chesed-minded individuals that are looking to find their zivug. It's called Match Made in Hask. It's free, it's easy to use, it has a private database, and it's run by leading Shaduchim from all different backgrounds. It's created for Am Yisrael. So visit matchmadeinhas.com to join. That's matchmadeinhas.com to join. Sign up today. Wow, so much to say. Staying friends with dates, staying friends with your ex, and also what about seeing or meeting a boy who or a girl who rejected you? That happens a lot. Ladies, does that Absolutely. happen a lot with the girls? I'm not from the East Coast, so the likelihood of me seeing someone who I've already dated is rare, although it did happen once. It was fun. <laughs> Good times. Go had, on, had, go on. I had Yona by my side, so it wasn't too bad. All right, it was me, everyone. <laughs> I would do crickets for that one. <laughs> okay, whatever. We'll find them later. Yeah. But, I mean, let's start with the basics here. What do you guys think of guys and girls being friends at all? Because that's a... Well, know, that's, that's a pretty... That's, that's see, that's ideally what kind, where you have to recognize first. Right? Where, where, where am I sitting... Hushkothically. So in the yeshivish community, you know, and in, in the from yeshivish community, because there is a modern community as well, but yeshivish community, I feel like we're like, we're so political. This community and that community, African-American yeah. community. I don't Asian see communities. I just see people. I just see people. <laughs> yes, yes. We, we I just see to, it. We need to roll it back. But obviously there's that split. Okay, so there's that split. And honestly, I feel like most people listening to this podcast, most, pe- most people out there are kind of in the middle in, in, in many ways. And, um, you have to identify with one of those. Most of the time, you're going to be kind of in the middle. Like, it's it's okay to have a relationship with the opposite gender, but in a formal way. Also, there are those relationships that you might have with someone that you're like, they're like an old friend. You know, there are some very from young ladies that I have friendships with because I was good friends with their brother or we grew up on the same block. And we're going to an event and people are seeing us talk and they're like, oh... So what's IJ up to over there? I'm like, no, we're just friends. We're just I'm like, oh, sure. And I'm like, no, no, we really are. Before I know it, I'm engaged. I'm like, you know. I can't tell you how many times that happens. Right, Rosie? Oh, yeah. yeah, I only basically work with men. And it's like, oh, who's she talking to? Who's she talking uh. to? Who's she talking to? Oh, the 65-year-old guy with seven grandkids? No, thank you. 
Hey, that's my Zadie. Putting aside halachic questions, I mean, that's a, that's a whole separate topic. But just in terms of whether or not it's a good idea, I think it comes down to a lot of times how close you are. Like, what do you consider a friend? So I do not think it is a good idea in general. And this is coming from, you know, a hypocritical point of view because I did for, for you know, for years until I started dating, really, I was friends with girls. But having said that, I think that the closer you are, the more dangerous it is. And even, you know, just in terms of the nature of, of the relationship, it's going to happen. At some point, somebody's going to be interested in the other, and it, it's not an ideal situation. If you're talking about sort of, you know, friendly, you every once in a while, you know, text each other, you see each other, you say hi, you talk for a few minutes, whatever, that's a lot less of an issue. But the closer you are, the more that you're setting yourself up, in my opinion. Yeah, so... The platonic relationship, it just can't work. It just can't That's work. That's what I think. I, I, I agree. I have experience with that. I invested in someone that I went out with. I felt like this would be a good girl to kind of keep in touch with. Whatever the ulterior motives were, if she had <laughs> someone in mind, maybe she wanted to get back together uh, and tried to keep friends, the friend relationship going. You know, saw her at a bowling event, saw her at this charity fundraiser. All of a sudden, those feelings started creeping up on me, and I was kind of in a bit of trouble, and I just blurted it out one time oh. in, uh, in text messages, and that was it. Just cold. Ladies, what do Never you heard of her again. Uh, literally, I think a week later, engaged. Oh, wow. <laughs> First of all, this is why they say you can never text people while dating. Because that's your yeah. big mistake. Mm-hmm. You feel safe I never saying make things over text that you would never say in real life. Um, and I mean, I've had a bunch of guy friends also. And I feel like as a girl, when you get to that point where you think the other gender has feelings or starting to have feelings, you kind of just back away. Or that's what I did before it became to that, like him blurting out his feelings for me. And now we're just like, hey, what's up? And then, you know, continue on meeting. We're friends. I backed away a little bit. He got my message pretty clearly, I think. Hope so. Hey, what's up? No, he didn't. Um, well, <laughs> and even if he did, he's still going to try. Well, he knows his place, I guess. <laughs> I hope. Um, and I just feel like it doesn't have to come to that point. But I, I hear what you're saying. We're like, you can't really, really be friends. But like in my mind, we're still friends. We're not not friends anymore, but we're not like best friends. Right. Khani, what do you think? Yeah, I think when it comes specifically to confiding things you would do with someone you're really close to. You have to think like long term, this person is now going to have personal information about me. And, you know, when I'm married, how am I going to feel that there is somebody else, some other guy out there or girl, depending on what you are, um, who I'm not in a relationship with, who knows these things about me, who may even still think that they're close with me. Not everyone's so comfortable with that. But at the same time, you know, if you especially if it's someone you dated, if you ended things respectfully and peacefully and you don't really have a problem with each other, I don't think there's anything wrong with, you know, reaching out to them directly if you want to set them up with somebody else in the future or, you know, if you're hosting a Shabbos meal for singles, invite them because maybe there will be someone else at the table who they'll be interested in. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but definitely, Rosie, it sounds like your boundaries um, definitely serve a purpose. <laughs> Um, because fan. the females know the boundaries and the males don't. What Khani was just talking about is actually, a, you know, a very good topic to broach as well. 
um, maintaining a relationship to some degree with people who you've dated already. First of all, it depends, again, on, as I was saying before, how close you do allow yourself to get. And the second thing would be, how close were you when you were dating? How seriously were you dating? I think that if, if it's someone who you dated and it wasn't necessarily super serious, then to maintain some sort of, you know, a, 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 a little bit of a relationship where you're friendly to each other every once in a while, you, you know, you, you see each other at events, you hang out with each other while you're at a shidduch event, you know, I, I've done that and I think that's fine. Um, and especially bouncing shidduch ideas for each other off each other, I think is a very nice thing to do actually. But the more potential there is for feelings to develop, the more you have to be careful. And if you've already had feelings for this person, you want to be careful. So how do you tell them to just get lost? Um, you can ghost someone like your girl did. Yeah. Or ghost. Ghost, ghost is a big thing. Ghost is a big <laughs> thing. What if you keep on ghosting and they just keep on coming back and they keep on coming? I mean, I've had this. Wait, I have I have, have, I have stalkers blocked? from the podcast. That's called harassment. <laughs> okay. That's what yeah, the that's block true. That's true. key is for also. Block key? What's a block key? You just block you know when you start texting me and it bounces back. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh also I I do want to say that it is important and I know that you said before that the listeners they don't like it when you're talking about younger versus older, but it is much <coughs> trickier when you're younger to be friends with a guy. I think mm-hmm. you don't know the differentiation differentiation. That differentiation. That Thank you. <laughs> Between being friends and then being friends or that leading somewhere. And I, I, I hope that when you get older and you're dating more, you, you kind of have a clearer path and a clearer mindset of where that's going. Um, so I would really caution against being friends when you're younger. Yeah, I, I think so for sure. Yeah. You know, so yeah, you got to be careful, like making these investments. Yeah. What if it, you go out with a coworker? Oh, that's that's very awkward. That's not recommended. <laughs> Never. I've done it three times. Wow. <laughs> well, making shidduchim uh, was a, was something I liked. What you said. You went out. It kind of ended weird, but you're like, I really want to help this person. How do how do you approach this? So, you could really take whichever direction feels most comfortable. It's going to be different, no matter or, you know, depending on which and how things shook out. Um. You know, you also want to think about how how might this person react to receiving a phone call or a text message directly from me. Mm-hmm. If that's going to, mm-hmm. you know, let's say you were the one to end the relationship and mm-hmm. getting that phone call or text message <coughs> is going to give them either false hope or disappointment, then it's probably best to hand that over to another person. Um but if, you know, if it was mutual or you have no reason to believe that they'll be particularly triggered in any way, if you reach out to them, I think that's a really nice thing to do, honestly. Yeah. Also, you said weird, not bad, which is key point. Because if you ended it weird, they're still like, it's okay. You can right. have closure from, yeah. hey, I want to read you to somebody else. Where it's like, you know, this is a no for me very clearly, but I, I want to help you out. Versus you ending it badly where it's like, Ugh. Yeah. Don't come to me directly. I right. learned I learned my yeah. lesson when it ends bad. Just radio silence. Done. Cut the cord. Wait, wait, wait. What could we press here? No, no. And then no. I showed up at her house. Yeah. You know. You got the point. Guys, what do you think about you were talking about ending things badly? Well, what if you did end something badly and now you feel bad? Let's say you're an honest person and you're honest with yourself and you recognize that, you know, I did something really not nice. What about asking Mechila? Do you do it? Do you not do it? How do you go about doing it? What do you guys think? Ooh. So this one, I have a little bit of insight into just from some familiarity with 
a brief situation involving high school girls, actually. Uh. <laughs> high school dating and adult dating are not exactly the same thing, but I would think that the advice that these people were given would probably stand. Um, they asked uh, <coughs> one of their rabbi teachers around Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur time, you know, I was dating this guy, whatever dating means in high school. Um, and I want to know if it's the right thing to reach out and ask, ask him for Mechila. And the answer that they got was really, it depends. What are you asking exactly? Were they offended that you broke up with them and you just want to make them feel better? Or do you really think that you did something to them while you were hanging out that really warrants a specific question. If it's just, you know, I'm sorry that you were upset that I dumped you. I hope you feel better about it. That's not something that you necessarily did wrong. That happens in life. People get hurt and reaching out to that person again is going to give them that false hope. Like, Ooh, they're still thinking about me. They're wondering how I'm doing. Maybe we'll get back together again. Mm -hmm. And if you feel like you did something that, you know, wasted a lot of their time unnecessarily or like you racked up a $280 tab on their credit card <laughs> at a restaurant, um, maybe you want to reach out about that specifically or if you think it's best to have someone else do it on your behalf, that that's a judgment call to make. But in general, just someone being, you know, hurt that you didn't want to see them anymore unfortunately is kind of a rite of passage if you're on the dating scene. Yeah, it's it's not always going to be that axiomatic where you're, you're able to to realize that, but uh, that's why it's good to maybe go through, like you mentioned, someone else or, or maybe take another route. Having experience in this, uh, like, honestly, it's, it's just much better for both parties, you know, go through someone else. If you really think it's going to work, then go through someone else. Um, it, it, I'm telling, I'm telling you, I've been there. No, I agree a hundred percent. Like if you just like really bothered me on a date, you did something like really weird that was like kind of mean or whatever it is. I just don't want to hear from you again. I'm fine. I don't need to sit there and forgive you. I just want to forget about you versus <laughs> like an action that was done against someone like people who break, you know, their shidduchim off or whatever it is. Then that warrants some kind of direct communication between the two, but otherwise don't. Right. And what about if somebody did something to you while you guys were dating and you feel like you need them to explain, you know, to, to explain it, to apologize? Should you reach out? Should you reach out to them? Should you reach out to the shadchan? Should you just try to let it go? What, what do you guys think? That, that's why it's really good to make sure that you're dealing with shadchan you like and trust. You need closure in a relationship. This is, this is very right. This is literally, this is the tsunami of emotional distress that has plagued Shaduchim because people just don't know how to treat one another, give that clarity. you got to make sure you're going through a fair Shadchan, someone you trust and can do all this because at the end of the day, if you have someone who who's bad, they're not going to care. They're going to say, get over it. And like going to be like, oh my God, you know, this again. So make sure if, if uh, things are going really well, um, make sure you have. Now, if you already have someone who's bad, well, bring in another shotgun. Tell the shotgun, oh, yeah, I want you to deal with my shotgun. So, we, you know, this way the girl is dealing with uh, Sprinza and I can now deal with uh, Friday. You this know, sounds and very complicated. <laughs> it, because it could get complicated. <laughs> I did mix up Yeah, I, I mean, I, I th my thoughts on this subject are you really should try your best to 
come to peace with, you know, with any issues that you've, you know, that you've had during the dating process on your own. But it, it really would vary depending on the situation. If somebody really did something to you that just, it bothers you so much because it doesn't make sense to you and you just, you, you can't give them that mechila right now in the state of mind that you're in. You're too confused. You're too bothered by it. So my opinion would be that if you're really, if you're really at that point, and I've never been there, thank God, but if you're really at that point where you feel, you know, this requires an explanation for me to be able to properly move on, then the right thing to do would probably be to, to go through the shadchan. Um, I would say, you know, it's probably a bad idea to reach out yourself. Um, you want to keep as much distance from it as possible and you want to present it in a, in a, you know, as, as delicate a way as possible where you're, you're, you're not coming, you're not having the shadchan accuse them. You don't want the shadchan to reach out to them and say, I heard you did this terrible thing. You spoke about something, you know, you spoke about him negatively to somebody else. How could you do something? You don't want that. You want it to come from a place where the shadchan says, listen, he's really trying. He wants to be able to forgive you and to forget it, but he's having some trouble. Can you please help clear things up? Yeah, yeah. I think I think women should be women should do that. Girls, you got to do that more often. You got to do that more. It'll Why are you help. blaming It'll, us? It will help you. <laughs> I think this now. applies to everybody. I think yeah. it applies to everybody equally, honestly. Also, I think no, I that don't. you need to give yourself a little bit of time to digest and go through it. You yes. can't automatically come and say, I need answers. And also realize as human beings, you won't always get answers. And right. we can't selfishly think that we'll always know why. That's why Sometimes I said, that's why won't. I prefaced it by saying that I think that you really do need to try as hard as possible to get over it on your own. Right. But if you really just feel like, like no matter what you do, you can't. Right. That's where I'd say. Well, okay, girls should understand that, guys. Stop, stop, just stop. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Okay. Let me tell you something. She's like. Holding me back right now. Oh, and Yona's holding me back now. <laughs> she, you can say whatever you want. Connie's holding her you. back now. So I just think that if you're going to get your closure, you should ask for it up front. Like, don't let four months pass uncertain and then try to reach out again. Like, ask for it up front. And personally, just based on experience and based on other people's experiences that I've heard of, I think it really says something about somebody's maturity level if they just can't come up with a reasonable explanation for their behavior. It doesn't have to be too complicated. They don't have to do it in person. Just give the other person an explanation. If you can't be bothered to do that, I feel like that that's, that's an indication for the person who's being rejected to say, okay, it's maybe a good thing for me to move on now. And um, Rosie, you said that it's you mentioned it being kind of like a selfish thing to think you're going to get answers. I think it's a selfish thing and a good kind of selfish to say to yourself, I am not going to devote any more headspace to worry about why this person left me behind and I am going to move forward. Yeah. Okay, good. So we're going to uh, go to a break and everyone can go to shitupodcast.com. This is, this is one of my, this is a favorite video right here. Hilarious. It's a, what Not to Do on a Shidduch Date by Baruch Kaplan. Hundreds of thousands of views here. This is 10 years ago. Hilarious. Uh, check it out on shidduchpodcast.com under articles. It's shidduchpodcast.com under articles. And also, um, to leave off uh, just uh, on the topic of why, you know, why can't we be friends? Why can't we be friends? Why can't we be friends? Why can't we be friends?
Nobody talks shit at the podcast. Enjoy the break, guys. Hey, this is Yona from the Nobody Talks Shaduchim podcast. Did you like our new jingle? Well, thank you. I wrote and sang it, but my vision would never have been realized without my talented buddy, Hillel Kapnick. At Uptop Recording Studios in Muncie, Hillel takes your musical dreams and transforms them into reality. I can personally attest to his talent and general awesomeness. Hillel is available for song production, musical arrangements, vocal recording, mixing, mastering, and more. He's also a DJ and a one-man band, so no matter what your musical needs are, Hillel is your man. For more information, check out his website at hillelcaps.com. That's H-I-L-L-E-L-K-A-P-S dot com. And follow him on Facebook and Instagram. What about family friends of yours who you might be interested in dating or family friends of yours who might be interested in dating you? Ooh, awkward. Oh, I love that. Is it? Is it, Yona? It does have a lot of potential to be awkward. And I think it's, it, I think honestly, the funny thing is, it's not the dating that would be as awkward, at least not for me. It's the initial, how the heck do you, at least for, you know, if you're interested in the, in the family friend, how do you broach that with the other family? And I think in situations where, where it's like, you're, you're not necessarily really feeling it's a good idea. Maybe you would give, like, it's the type of thing that you would give it a shot if it was just a random girl, but because you know the person so well and there's so much potential for it to just be super awkward. In those situations, I would say, you know, maybe don't pursue it unless you feel comfortable doing so. Um, but if it's the type of thing where, you know, where you really are very interested in the other person, it might be worthwhile having someone who you already know well and you, and you want to go out with them. I mean, that's a pretty good indicator that it's somewhat on target, you know, that it's pretty, pretty decently on target. In that situation, you might want to forego those feelings of awkwardness. You might want to discuss it with someone and, and make sure it's the right move. But I think in those situations, it might be a good idea. That could, that could be quite the quandary because you don't know. You really don't know whether they actually want to go out with you in the first place. That's the first thing you need to find out. Yes. And then the next thing is, is it worth the risk? Because people had sent me friends of my sister and in the beginning, big mistake I made, guys, big mistake. I see, I still see her in, in the supermarket now, and she's like, I know you like me. And I'm like, no, I thought you liked me. I thought you liked me. So basically, I get the resume, and I'm like, oh, I knew she liked me. You know, I'm going to call her up direct. So I call her up. I got your resume. I heard, you know, don't do that. That was, that was a big mistake, because <laughs> that did not go well. Uh, turns out. Like, she's like, I know what you're talking about. And here I was like, oh, my God, I thought she finagled the resume over to me. And it turns out, like, everyone else got her resume. So that just made it awkward. Birthday parties, friends' events, Shabbos. Went, oh, my God, would she come for Shabbos? Whoa. Awk. Awk. Oh, so that's quite the quandary for you. So you got to make sure, like, where is this coming from? Where is it coming from? Is she really interested in you? Um then you got to think about it. You got to weigh it. What are the chances here? And honestly, I have to give my, my, here's my answer. Here's my short answer. Don't do it. It's just not worth it. <laughs> it's just not worth it. Don't jump in. Unless you it's are just, very sure about your and her No, there's no such thing as being very sure. Yes. Trust me. Uh, you're taking the risk you really Trust like me. her, then go for it. But if you're like, eh, I could give it a try, no. Right, exactly. Don't. Exactly. That's, so that's the same I thing as I, as, as, as I feel. I feel like, if you're if it's if it's something that you think is totally worth a shot and that you actually you actually actively want to pursue this person then then it's worth it if you 
didn't necessarily think about it or it's passed through your mind before, but you're, you have doubts about it, then maybe better not. Also, one thing to keep in mind with friends of the family is that you usually know their parents also, not just them. And something to consider also is, you know, different parents have different levels of sensitivity when it comes to other people rejecting their children. And when you're dating someone who you've never seen or heard from before, you don't necessarily know what their parents' reactions are to the relationship ending because you've either never met them, and if you have, you are never going to meet them again. Um, But... You know, if we're talking about your parents' friend's child, it it might be worthwhile to think about, you know, are your parents going to lose a friend or make an enemy if you go out with (laughs) your child and decide, actually, no, this is not who I want to marry. Are they going to, you know, be spewing poison at your parents? That might not be a worthwhile investment of your time. And either way, you're gonna you're stuck in a situation right there because yeah. Yeah. Even, even if you're like this is not worth it, how do you tell them? Exactly. Okay, yeah. how do you tell them? Well, if they know, assuming they know. Yeah. Oh my god! So the best thing to always do in in those situations, and you could buy some time, is just right away. I'm busy. Busy. You, yes. Okay. Seriously, you got to get used to this. I'm busy. I'm busy. I'm busy because the only person out there who has rights to your Personal information is yourself. So get into the habit of that mindset. Imperative. I think it's important to also note that there are no absolutes in these sorts of situations. I think that while we may have, you know, all expressed our strong opinions on the matters, each case is going to be different. Each family dynamic is going to be different. And don't take our word for it. But know the risks. Exactly. (laughs) Now, uh, in terms of rejection here, when you get rejected by a friend who you really like, yeah, what do you do? Can that relationship, can it go back to normalcy? And Ah, I'll tell you from my experience, in one of those cases, I said, eventually we kind of went back to normalcy. But did you? No, 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 no. You know, like, like <laughs> but it's okay because you guys can't be friends anyway. You had an answer for that? Anyone? Had um, an I mean, I think that that that's. I mean, first of all, exactly what we were talking about before in terms of why you shouldn't be getting so close to someone from the opposite gender. Um, it'll lead to these situations. But let's say you are in the situation. You know, you you became very close with someone, and that obviously happens very often. And now, what do you do? They, you know, they're they're not into you. Well. In my strong opinion, and um, we might get into this with our uh, guests who are going to be coming on soon, Um, in my strong opinion, you need to establish that the relationship is ending one way or another. Either the friendship is ending one way or another. Either you're going to be dating each other or you're not going to be talking to each other. And that doesn't mean you have to have hard feelings. Um, You shouldn't. But... You need to have a very frank conversation with the person and say, listen, I really like you. Um, you know you know that I love spending time with you. You're a great friend. However, at this point, I think of you as more than a friend. That's not going to change. So I'm asking you again, do you want to try to make this work? If not, we're going to have to end the friendship because I, I, it's, there's, just, there's just too much potential for, 
for her, for both of us. And long term, we're both looking to get married, and this is just going to hinder both of us. So, are you in or are you out? And I, I oh, really believe that's important. I'm in. Yeah, Anna, and kudos I'm to in. you if you can actually have that conversation with somebody. <laughs> or well, it's not just all in your mind. I made wait someone have that conversation. Wait till you meet <laughs> our guests. Yeah. You wait might, you, you might just, yeah, right. You might convolute things. You know, you never. Yeah, uh, sometimes you think you say yeah. things and you totally don't. You might convolute <laughs> it. Look, I, I remember going, it's funny because this is actually the sister of that girl I was talking about before. <laughs> oh, this family's whack. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Maybe yeah. it's you. Yeah, it could be me. Right. Yeah, no, totally, totally. <laughs> But uh, anyway, yeah. So I just like I was doing a, a, a an event, like an event, uh, out of town event, and yeah, like you just you want to go for it. You're like, wow, is this like this, this one's into me? This girl's into me. She's into me. She's into me. <laughs> I, I, like, I, and then I asked my guy friends, like, she's into me, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not into you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm telling you, on you that, can't, you know, in yeah. a similar vein, let's say you are put into the friend zone. The, the dreaded friend zone. <laughs> I'm okay with it. Once someone puts you in the friend zone, are you ever leaving the friend zone? Are they ever taking you out of the friend zone or are you stuck there forever? I think we'll leave that one for our guests also. <laughs> yeah, I think it's for the guests. But the Poor guests. The you're truth is, uh, so much on their plate. Mm-hmm. I, I know what you're saying because honestly, like when you're shit dating, you're kind of like getting into the friend zone naturally. So, and you're trying to get out of that and so you're trying to get to that next stage where you're like best friends, your your spouses. But you do have to be best friends with, uh, you know, in, in some ways with right. the person you're dating. Yeah, but, but you're you talking know about what your direction your is when you're shit dating. Right. I'm not, ta- I'm not even cast. talking about the person you're dating. How to get dating. out of the friend zone. I'm talking about the person who you're just friends with. Yeah. And then you start mm. to like them and they tell you, mm. I think of you like a mm. brother. But this, yeah, oh God, oh, that, ne- women never say that. Just <laughs> Women never say that. You don't want us to say, oh, you're going to eat that third fry? Okay, you know, you, you want, you don't want us to say that? <laughs> You don't want us to say, oh, you're wearing that to that event. You don't want us to say these things. Don't ever say you're my brother. You know, <laughs> I, you know you're my brother. Come on. I think women have to get very real there because but, but let's say that that's a say recipe it. for just staying single. Oh, I, I, I feel like I could go the way with him and. You know, but no, you're not willing because you think there's something better out there. You think there's something you got to so, make. What, what, you got to make obviously, it work if someone is have. if someone is saying that, it's because they don't necessarily have those feelings for you. So my question is, they might not. Are yeah. they ever going to be able to have those feelings for you, or is it once that once they say that, it means that they're that they will never like you? You know what? You never know. And I guess if you really like that person, let's see how long you can try to take or spend time with them to convince them otherwise. Right. I wouldn't, as I said before, I wouldn't recommend it, but, but what, theoretically should, it is possible. Yona, should I invite them to Vegas, like a Vegas trip? What do I do? <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm smiling facetiously. Great. Let's get to, uh, the, our interview. Uh, you know, Yona's conversation, Yona Khani's conversation with, uh, with this couple who will, will tell us we have a live subject here and, uh, then we'll get to lightning round. Okay. All right. So on the topic of, you know, escaping from the friend zone, the dreaded friend zone. Um, we actually have our next guests over here have a lot of familiarity with the subject. I actually was somewhat involved in the story of how they ended up together. We have Hillel and Rachel with us. Hillel and Rachel DeVore. Hi. Hello. I guess we'll start with Rachel. Rachel, why don't you tell us how you guys met, how you guys ended up becoming friends, and then ultimately becoming more than friends. And Hillel, Feel free to join in the story and fill in as much as possible. So we met each other three years before we even got together. We started Turo Nursing School 
and we were just part of a big group of people. We were not close at all. I just knew him. And then as the years went on, we just like realized that we were able to study well together and we became closer. I didn't think anything would ever happen. And also I was not open-minded to anything happening. Like I was not going to even entertain the idea of dating someone in school. And then if it doesn't work out and then you have to see them the next day. And I mean, for the rest of your schooling. So I was open-minded to being friends and, you know, spending time together. And we definitely studied a lot of hours, either a part of a group or just alone. But I was not open-minded to getting to know him like on like a deeper level in terms of dating. So the first year we really had nothing to do with each other, like just in passing part of a group. The second year of nursing school, we our group got, did get a little smaller. We also went on a mission trip together oh, yeah. to Honduras. Yeah, we went to Central America on a mission trip. That was that sounds pretty, like fun. It was pretty fun. It was actually a pretty cool trip. Yeah, and yeah. it was the ascent, like in the essence, we were three from people on this entire group, and it was like I was a Shabbos mommy and you were the Shabbos toppy. Yeah, yeah, we had to bring our own Shabbos. We were in the middle of Central America. It's part of what helped bring us together a little bit. Right. I think it just showed that we had a lot of the same interests and values, but that's not when we really, really right. clicked. So. Toward the end of the year, we have to study for boards. So we were spending a lot of time together in school, like with the group and even alone. And then even on days where the school was closed, we oh, would yeah. still... <laughs> we still go to like Starbucks or a library and just study there. And yeah. another thing is, is that like when we were studying together, he would pick me up. And I, of course, was very clueless. Like I thought that this was totally normal and I was very oblivious and I was not open to anything else besides for being friends. So we took our boards. Um, we stayed close over that summer, just talking. Sometimes we would go do things together, but nothing major. But we would like get together and not study. We weren't just studying together. At that point, it was more like we were actually friends. Right. So it just naturally, when you just go through such an experience together, it brings you closer. So during that time, I set you up with someone and it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And the next day you called me. Oh, yeah. Do you want to give background on like that thought process? Well, obviously we're spending a lot of time together. Feelings <laughs> might start forming. And I felt, hey, if not now, when? I'm going to just ask her out. And how did that go for you? It wasn't the right timing. <laughs> And this was year three in nursing school the, out of four. The beginning this of year three. the beginning three. of year three. So there was a lot of risk involved there because, like, I'm still going to see her if she says no, which at that point she did. Aww. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I just was not open-minded at the time. Like, it was not something that I could even consider. And I wasn't even, I wasn't even confident in myself that I could even think that he could like me. So... I didn't think it was real, which is totally on my end, just because I should have listened to this podcast before I went <laughs> before I went into nursing school and met, you know, people. Well, it's never too late. Anyway, so what happened with you guys next after that? I think we tried making it as normal as possible. Like we just didn't talk about it really. We just right, kept we on studying together. Then we started hanging out even more. We already passed the boards. It's just a year of like easy schooling. 
And we were just hanging out together. We were just going to, like, I think Gulliver's Gate we went to, pottery making. Like, these weren't just, like, things you do with, like, a, a study buddy <laughs> at that point. I was very clueless. I thought that I was the prime example of being friends with the guy and it right. working out without, with, like, with platonic feelings, even though my friends and my sisters were like, what is wrong with you? Obviously, uh, you know, probably he likes you. And I was like, of course he doesn't. Yeah, even though he asked you. I, I don't understand <laughs> that, honestly. Like, it's like some things are just so obvious to I guys. I think there are two different kinds of girls in that respect. Just as a side tangent, there are the ones who always think guys are hitting on them. Like, someone will literally hold the elevator for them or pick up their keys when they fall in the gutter and they'll be like, oh my God, he's totally into me. I'm getting engaged <laughs> next week. And then other people, a guy will literally ask them out and they'll be like, no, he's just being really nice. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I, I really might. That might be it. <laughs> so what was it? Around a year later? Yeah. Yeah, Betty, when we, when we when fully we... graduated. And then there was a certain point where like, you just can't have a platonic friendship with people, with someone, and still go out with other people. Obviously, this friendship meant a lot, but, like, obviously, there were also feelings involved. For sure. Now, I feel like I could probably fast forward here and continue some of this story, because this yeah. is where I sort of got involved. We fast forward a year, and Hill and I are going on a hike. We're on a hike, yeah. And we're in the car, and he's like, dude... <laughs> I don't know what to do. Yeah, he got shot hunted. <laughs> <laughs> so he starts telling me the whole situation. I already knew that he had asked her out in the past and was rejected. And I was like, you know, and he's like, listen, I really like her. I don't know what to do. My parents want me to go out with this girl, but I keep pushing my mom off and telling her to, that I need some more time to think about it. And she's getting very suspicious yeah. and I don't know what to do. So I pretty much said, okay, you have one week. Yeah, you said give her an ultimatum. Yep. So you said give her, I think, two weeks. Two weeks. So Maybe it was two, two weeks. weeks. Right. So I said, you have two weeks. I said, I said, one way or another, this relationship is not continuing. Either this relationship is going to morph into a bigger relationship, <laughs> into something more, or this relationship is done altogether, and you have two weeks yeah. to tell her that. And to get it done. With. And that was probably the best advice I've ever received in my entire life. I mean... Whatever, I'm good at what I do. <laughs> these friendships are impossible to keep up. It had to end, basically. I think that's what really opened my eyes, is that when he told me, either you go out with me, or we're not seeing each other anymore. We're not friends. That really shook me, and this was very serious. Like, I knew that if we would go out, probably we'll end up very likely getting married like it wasn't fake it was real but also at the time I was dating someone and well you were always dating someone <laughs> <laughs> your mom, you know your mom's a shot of it there's always you know you're all there's always someone right so then Hashem really just gave me an epiphany and I just had such clarity and obviously it ended with that guy it actually ended very naturally um, and I just came groveling back to Hilly. I, I, I didn't even want to contact him. I was so scared. I actually sent him a meme <laughs> at 12 o'clock at night, and he said, I'm driving over. And I just 
12 o'clock at night. Do you remember what the meme was? Yes, it was a flamingo, and it says, single and ready to flamingo. <laughs> Very good. Basically, her asking me, will you marry me? Tani, <laughs> do you have anything to ask, anything to add? Oh, that was great, guys. Thank you so, so, so much for joining and for sharing. And, um, and yeah, Yona gives really great dating advice. So if any if anybody finds themselves stuck in a similar situation... Please reach out to Nobody Talks to Dochim on Instagram for some advice. You may or may not be charged for this service. <laughs> to be determined. Thank you, Hani, for that endorsement. I appreciate it. Guys, thank you so much for coming on the show and stick around for the lightning round. Abort mission, IJ. Abort. This is Stop. the lightning okay. round. Okay, lightning round. This episode's lightning round is called Forgive or Forget. Would you forgive them? Like, eh, no big deal. Or should they just forget your number? So, they ghosted you for two weeks. Forgive oh, or forget. snap. I would definitely forget. I'm, I'm a very forgiving person, but... Don't don't ghost. That's just so I'm gonna forget them unless they literally come to me with the whole Magilla. I'm sorry, my grandmother, my cousin, I'll forgive nope. Bris, for nope. my child. No, nope. text, email, call, WhatsApp, Instagram. You can communicate with me somehow within those two weeks. Twenty twenty, yo. Definitely forget my number. If you got stuck in the Amazon without phone service, I'll forgive you. But if not, forget my number. <laughs> Yeah, I agree with y'all. Definitely forget my number. So, <laughs> what if they showed up an hour and a half late? If that comes with a really good excuse, then okay. Otherwise, forget my number. If you let me know in advance, then that's fine. If not, I don't accept lateness. You can forget my number. Yeah, so it's like, so it's, right, so an hour and a half. I'm waiting. I'm a guy. I'm waiting in front of the house. Okay, so it's like, it's forget. It's honestly, thank God I haven't been in that position, but it's a forget. Uh, cause I just, I would have gone in the car. If I'm waiting 20 minutes, 25 minutes, right? Yona, I think then I just, I'd leave and I don't know. I, I, I really I have forgive. to like her. I would forgive. I think that, you know, as long as I'm given a, a real, you know, a real explanation, even if it's not a good explanation, even if it's just like, I'm sorry, I'm just really bad with time and stuff and I wasn't ready. I'd be fine with that. <laughs> that it depends if it was, they told you if while you were waiting. Right, right. Now it's two and a half hours. Well, now you're like, the girl. Well, and, and right. from the girl's I'm, perspective. I'm always the girl. From the perspective <laughs> of the woman. Show up on time. Yeah. The guy, the guy. Show up Everyone on time. show up on time. I felt so bad. Do you remember when I kept you waiting for like 25 minutes? No. Oh. <laughs> that was the, when we met in the city after I had orientation for school. And I, I was like brand new to New York. I less lived there for less than a week, driving in Manhattan for like the first time in my life, and I was like terrified to touch my phone, but I couldn't find parking. And like twenty minutes afterwards, I get this text from Yona: "Hey, where you at? I'm oh. here." <laughs> I pulled. Over. That was a surprise. That was a surprise date. Though. The city's complicated. Yeah, twenty. That was fun. That was, and again, yeah. it was I, like, but it, it was good actually because I pulled over to a fire hydrant just to just to respond, and the person in front of me in a legal spot pulled out. Oh, that's amazing! 
Thank you for forgiving me. Okay, what if your date did not compliment your outfit? Thank you for not talking about my clothing. I appreciate it. Let's move on. <laughs> forgiven. Yeah, totally Absolutely forgiven. Forgive. Not a big deal. Couldn't care less. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's fine. Don't make any awkward comments. Uh, I forgive you, obviously. <laughs> Ooh, opposite. What if they make a disparaging comment about how you look? I, I'm I'm gonna forget a lot more than their number. Wow. <laughs> yeah, forget that. That's that's, that's pretty. That's bad. straight up rude and disgusting. Disparaging comments on how you look. Um, if it's warranted, uh, I'll accept it. <laughs> <laughs> I like, one I one time showed up uh, on a date with um, like gym clothing. <laughs> Were you wearing your MAGA hat? Because yeah, I, I was. No, I wasn't. No, did I ever? Oh, one time I did, and the girl was in Florida. <laughs> we went to Mar-a-Lago. It was awesome. Say, forget my number. Obviously, <laughs> I mean, if someone makes a disparaging comment, please, please lose my number. So, what if your date takes you to a pizza shop in your neighborhood for a first date? Oh. <gasps> That's forgotten. Fine with me. Forgotten. Oh, classic. I don't class. even have to forgive. That's cool. I know. Deal. I know but what you, you like want. Yona, yeah. Yona wants the fans to be like, "Hey, the perfect guy." Oh my god. <laughs> I'm married, bro. Yes, god, I couldn't care less. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The <laughs> fandom gets to him. The fandom gets to it's him. It's not such a big deal. My second date, one time, like I was out with this guy, and like everything was closed, and we ended up just like in a fast food restaurant in town, and I was like, mm-hmm. I don't care. In Kanasi. In Kanasi. I, I agree. don't care. Yeah, I agree. I don't think it's the biggest deal. I mean, keep in mind that you don't want to look weird, especially if the girl is all dressed up and she's showing up in a sticky pizza shop with children running around. <laughs> but that's not something that anyone, you know, needs to forget. Right. You shouldn't do it. But but if they do it, all right, no big deal. If I live in like Hawaii and that's the only kosher pizza shop, then that's okay. <laughs> Otherwise, forget my number. Yeah, absolutely not. I feel like it does happen when people come in from out of town, but you have to use your seichel, and I would not appreciate that. So, bye. Okay, and last but not least, what if they told other people really personal information that you confided to them? I forget my number, because that just leads to a whole slew of problems down the road. Uh, absolutely not. Um, it just shows what type of person you are, and I'm not interested. that's for sure my biggest dating pet peeve. Definitely forget my number, Mm. forget anything I ever said to you, forget what my (gasps) face looks like, forget my address, forget that you tripped on the broken bottom step in front of my house. I could forgive them. Um, (laughs) I I would forget. I say say that's that's a terrible thing to do. Okay, great. That was lightning round. Okay, in closing, y'all... Staying friends with with uh, with an ex, basically with someone you went out with, someone who rejected you. Uh, it, you know, obviously it's something uh, we we love talking about. Shidduchim, shidduchim. I think it's a reality of life in 2020 where you just want to end the relationship as positively as you can. So if there are any feelings, you know, talk to the talk to Shachan about it. Talk to the girl about it if you can. You know, if the girl doesn't give you that opportunity, if the guy doesn't give you the opportunity, you need that closure. Try to try to push the shotgun as much as you can, and if it is, if it is absurd, if it's just if it's just on your mind, daunting, it it's not going away. Maybe reach out to the guy. Could could be could be a good idea, or the girl. You know, it could be okay. I've had it happen to me. Um, I tried handling it like an adult. I think it kind of piggies back on what Mrs. Nymark uh, said a few episodes ago. You know, we have to we have to show we have to take we have to take responsibility. We have to show that we are adults and we're able to handle these things. And unfortunately, 
Shidduchim in 2020, um, it, it, it takes a, a big part of that away. So hopefully the person you did go out with is mature, mature enough, immature enough. And uh, as, as I just said that, uh, if they're mature enough, then you're in good hands. If they're not, you might have to, you, you might have to be, take a step back here. If this is some serial dating behemoth, which I, I've met before, people like this, you're not, you might not want to go there. If this is a young, innocent girl who's like, you know, just doesn't really understand how to have adult conversation, might not be able to go there. But in most cases, if you feel this is someone you can actually talk to and relate to, and it's and you need to you need some clarification, go for it. In closing, I would say that I think one of the one of the very important points of this was really our first discussion that we had about guys and girls being friends. <clears throat> I think that it's really important to be wary of it. Um, you know, I'm not going to tell people what to do. I'm in no position to to give you musser, but I think that um, it's it's important to recognize, even you know, even if you're going to go ahead and be friends with members of the opposite opposite gender, you don't want to let yourself get too close in an you know outside of a dating context. Um, because feelings will happen. That is just a thing. It is a reality of life. You want to avoid that outside of the dating context, especially if you are in a position where you are looking to get married. Um, also, there are going to be awkward situations. There are going to be people who who have upset you, people who you've upset. You should try your best to resolve those situations in as friendly as possible a manner. You should try to make sure that there are good feelings on both sides. When possible, if you have bad feelings, try to get rid of them yourself. And if you can't, be tactful in how you approach the other side. Yeah, I think it really boils down to being an adult. Dating is about being an adult and being ready to be in any sort of relationship requires a certain amount of adult maturity. Um, I think that anyone whose mindset has graduated high school along with the rest of them has um, <laughs> has recognized that your value is and your, I guess, coolness level, whatever you want to call it, has nothing to do with your ratio of guy friends to girlfriends. And just be smart about it. Don't set yourself or anyone else up for hurt feelings unnecessarily. And yeah, just... Just be good. be a good person to yourself and to other people. Everyone, thank you so much for joining us. This has been the episode, Why Can't We Be Friends? And as I usually end off, happy face, smiley face. Angry face. No, silly face. <laughs> this is the Nobody Talks Shidduchim podcast, and I'll leave you with something on your way out. Sprinter. Richaeli. Sarala. I'm sorry about this, guys. This was not my idea. This is the Nobody Talks Shit Podcast. Alchi's Media Network.